Hello and Namaste. Welcome you all to the 86th session of Guru Bodha. We, we have with us today Dr. Madhavardi Gavi, who is going to present and teach all of us about the diagnosis and management of male infertility in uh, clinical practice. I cordially welcome all the students to this session. And on behalf of us, all of us students, I cordially welcome Professor uh, Dr. Mother Dirgavi, sir, to this session. Good evening and namaste. And I also cordially welcome Dr. Raghuram, sir, to this session. This uh, session is brought to you by easyayurveda.com. I dedicate this and all of my works at the holy feet of Dr. H. Chandrasekhar Rupa. This class is li made live for Easy Ayurveda weekly class subscribers. Dr. Madhu Dikhavi is a professor and head of the department uh, in the Department of Postgraduate Studies in Kaya Chikisa and Andrology, which is a very unique uh, branch of Ayurveda, which Dr. Madhu Dikhavi is leading. Uh, he is uh, a professor at Taranath Government Ayurvedic Medical College and Hospital and PG Research Center in Ballari, Karnataka, India. And he has published many papers and have done research in uh, various topics, starting from oligos spermia that you can see here, bronchial asthma, uh, primary hypothyroidism, hemiplegia, uh, psoriasis, uh, male sexual dysfunction and so on and so forth, anti-cancer protocol. It will just take one uh, one full session to just uh, go through that and overview on anti-cancer drugs and so on and so forth. Let me stop the presentation here so that the Dr. Madhudiga we can uh, take over. It's my pleasure to share my clinical experience for three decades and what I have been taught by my teachers, Professor Gurudev Singh Ji and my seniors at Gujarat Arveda University, Dr. B.S. Prasad, Dr. Anup Thakar Ji and all other my friends and seniors and my dear patients who made me to learn all this. The reproductive medicine is a branch of medicine which is specialized for treating reproductive problems of male and female. Today, I am sharing few of concepts, not Agarati, because the branch of Ayurveda which deals with reproductive medicine is Vajikarana. Rasayana and Vajikarana wrote of Stanga Ayurveda. The reproductive medicine, andrology, was famous in the period of King's dynasty in India for its Vajikarana. Vajikarana is as old as human being, only the name is contributed by Samhitas. Even in Atharva Veda, even in Vedic period, we are able to see the literature of uh, reproductivity. Infertility is also not new thing to mankind. We have from the reference of Vedic literature, Upanishads and Puranas, we come across various instances of infertility both related to male. Infertility is defined by many ways but inability to produce pregnancy by the male when female partner is normal is called infertility. Modern medicine is having advanced technology, instrumental science, biomedical engineering and in the recent times the artificial intelligence will enter the field of reproductive biology, eugenics also. With this background, every Ayurvedic practitioner can become a good successful practitioner in the field of andrology, infertility without cross practice because there are limitations of medicines and pharmacology of modern medical science in this field. They have almost no medicine or only one medicine like clomiphen citrate or some uh, supplements and then steroid, nothing more than And the human, uh, the testosterone injections have also limitations. Other than this, the modern pharmacology is not having any big contribution, whereas they have contributed to the diagnostic field 
instrumentation and technology, in vitro fertilization, in that field they are very good. Whereas Ayurveda has contributed from the base root of understanding semen. Classically, the semen examination is explained in Samhitas and Arirastana, more instances of Shukradushti Chikitsa is told. Whereas in Taraka Chikitsa Stana, 30th chapter, he explains about uh, Shukra Chikitsa. Today, let us uh, go through a few of the issues related to this. Initially, we have a reference from Nachara Sushruta. Shodayitva Murtanam Sanvek Drashtavyo Angavanishchaya Pratyakshato hi Adrashtam Shastra Drashtam Chaya Yadhave Samatatas Tadubayam Yuyo Dhana Vigara Very important quotation to tell that Ayurvedic science was having a roots in cadaveric dissection. By direct observation of the dead body organs, a Vaidya should understand the structural and functional status of the human body. And by seeing practically directly, the person will get a confidence in the Shastra. So the dissect the cadaver and study was a medical guideline and protocol from Acharya Sushit. One who want to understand reproductive medicine should do cadaveric dissection of testis and tanis in case of male and understand the structure. Ayurveda has reached its zenith in the period of Ashoka, King Ashoka, Samrat Ashoka and other Buddhist princes and spread it to Egypt, Greece, Rome and Arabia. But there was a setback to the glory of Ayurveda from 300 BC onwards due to the invasion by Greeks, Sicilians, and Jonas. But again, during the Vikramaditya period, the law of science was rewritten by the 5th century AD. During this period, again, Acharya Charaka, Sushruta, and Sushruta's texts were brought into the limelight. But unfortunately, again, after 11th century AD, destruction started due to the Mohammedan invaders. Male infertility is unable to cause pregnancy in the partner, where partner is not. We are doing postgraduate uh, clinical research trials on par with WHO standards, which 2022 CASA parameters, where we find that more than 12% of male patients were able to get pregnancy in their female when the female is normal, reproductively normal. In a time-bound period of 45 days course, we are able to see more than 12% of people are very happy that the Vajikarna Chikitsa and Shukradushti Chikitsa is making the male patient to get the pregnancy in their female. Infertility male accounts for 40 to 50% of the total infertility. In general, you can understand that one in six couples will have it. This is the huge magnitude in the market. But this infertility is not a priority area of research and practice for government of India because India is having population explosion. So infertility is not a uh, national need for research. But one who is suffering, one couple out of six couples married will have infertility. And out of that, half is due to the male factor. And 10% of the males are attempting to conceive and face some or other issues. In short, infertility total incidence is 15%. Out of that, the male infertility is 50%. Out of that, one alarming condition is azospermia is about 20% of the 50% male infertility out of 15% generally. When I was a student and PG scholar, azospermia was very rare. The incidence rates were 5 to 7%. But in these two, two and a half decades, we are noting so rampant rise in azospermia cases, out of which many are drug-induced azospermia or some are post-viral infection-induced azospermia. Some are hampered by a bad lifestyle, uh, whether it is due to addictions, 
alcohol. Major issue what we are observing is alcohol and tobacco smoking has significant role to play in the incidence rate of infertility. All the scholars are uh, very well aware of this. Srotas, Shukrava Srotas, Shukra Dharakla. Shukra is Sarvadahika Shukra. Shukra is Sthanika Shukra. Sarvadahika Shukra is the stem cells present in the entire body and the Sthanika Shukra is testicular germinal epithelium which produces in the text, we come across uh, Shukrava Hedve. Shukrava Srutas are two in Tayor Mula, Roshanov Shaifasta, Roshanov Stanast. All these uh, explanations are very well uh, seen. Structurally, we need testicular germinal epithelium, vas deferens, followed by the seminal vesicles, prostate gland, prostatic urethra, and urethra. So, penis is responsible for transporting the seminal sperm to the female genital tract. Testicular germinal epithelium is Shukradharakala, which is responsible for manufacturing the spermatozoa. And then epididymis and seminiferous vesicles, they contribute to the secretion. The seminiferous vesicles are responsible for secretion of the rethus. See, we have to understand some terminologies in this regard. Shariram. Shukra is seed. When we call it as a seed, it is Egypt. It is spermatozoa. spermatozoa. Shukra is rethus. Rethus is ejaculated material. Virium. Virium is the paurusha or the masculine sexual power is virium. Rupa dravya is the term used by Acharya Charaka. Where Rupa dravya is that which is visible and collected in the laboratory and subjected to the either semen examination or used for artificial insemination by reproductive techniques. We have reported recently the shukrashmari cases we get uh, regularly on and off once in a month one or two cases we get uh, shukrashmari seminiferous vesicle calculus we also reported recently a testicular calculus was also noticed so ashmari is also one of the thing we should understand with respect to shukravasrutas pittashmari shukrashmari mutrashmari and then shukravasruta mula ashmaris can be seen as far as uh, causes of male infertility and uh, sexual dysfunctions is concerned, Acharya Sushruta Charaka has given Ativevaya, excessive sexual intercourse, multiple sex partners, sex before the marriage, early exposure to sexual partners, extramarital affairs, along with that, even uh, addiction to the masturbation, Ayoni Gamana is also Ativevaya. Excessive masturbation or excessive intercourse may cause anti-sperm antibodies. So, Ayurveda and Upanishad and Indian continent, the Sanatana Dharma says, the Vivaya is not a recreation. Sex should be used for reproduction and not for recreation. Procreative sex is promoted by Vedic uh, culture and Indian culture as well as recreative sex is promoted in the Western countries. Uh, Avyayam, if you are not doing mas muscular exercises, the testosterone production and activation will be less. So, every day's regular exercise is needed. Asatmanancha sevana, whether it is alcohol, whether it is viruddhahara, altered lifestyle, late suppers and uh, frequent food habits, uncontrolled uh, eating of uh, spicy food or chats, these are all uh, asatmanancha sevana. Satmanahara is needed for reproductive capacity and asatmyahara, any incompatible food can be taken as one of the cause for nijar shukradusti. Akhale wa 
అయోనవ్ మైథున్ అకాలే మైథున్ అయోనవ్ మైథున్ ఆర్ టూ ఇంపార్టెంట్ టర్మినాలజీస్ యూస్ బై ఆచార్య చిరక అకాలా ఇస్ వెల్ ద ఋతుకాలా ఇస్ నాట్ దేర్ దట్ ఈస్ ఆఫ్టర్ ఫిఫ్త్ డే ఆర్ సిక్స్త్ డే ఆఫ్ ఫిమేల్ పార్ట్నర్స్ మెన్సురల్ సైకిల్ అప్ టు ది సిక్స్టీన్త్ ఆర్ ఎయిటీన్త్ డే ద ట్వెల్వ్ డేస్ కోర్స్ ఆఫ్ కాలా ఈస్ వన్ ఆఫ్ ది ఋతుక్షేత్ర అమ్ము బీజ ఇన్ దట్ ఋతుకాలా ఇన్ దట్ ఫర్టైల్ పీరియడ్ ఉంది either alternate day or on the uneven days the intercourse is expected for reproduction otherwise i have seen in indian context even educated so called people don't have the education of the fertile period 12 days fertile so regular practice of that fertile period is one of the consent methodology by ayono mythuna ayoni gamana is a unnatural sexual intercourse maybe sodomy maybe triosin or maybe sexual intercourse with animals all these are ayonigamanas ayonigamanas are abnormal yonis artificial yonis all these things comes under this and lastly maithunam nachagachcha absolute celibacy is not a good habit absolute celibacy is not at all having sexual intercourse in the life will cause decline in spermatogenesis so i have noticed in what few of the english textbooks translated త్రయోపస్తంభాస్ ఆహార నిద్ర బ్రహ్మచర్య ఫర్ బ్రహ్మచర్య సమ్ ఆఫ్ ది ఇంగ్లీష్ వర్షన్ బుక్స్ హ్యావ్ రిటర్న్ సెలబస్ బట్ సెలబస్ ఈస్ నాట్ కరెక్ట్ బికాస్ మైథునం నచ్చగచ్చత సెలబస్ ఈస్ ఎ కాస్ ఫర్ రిప్రొడక్టివ్ ప్రాబ్లమ్స్ ప్లాన్ సెక్షువల్ ఇంటర్కోర్స్ ఈస్ ఎక్స్పెక్టెడ్ అన్ప్లాన్ సెక్షువల్ ఇంటర్కోర్స్ ఈస్ గోయింగ్ టు కాస్ ఇన్ఫర్టిలిటీ హౌ టు డూ డయాగ్నోసిస్ ఆఫ్ మెయిన్ ఇన్ఫర్టిలిటీ ఇన్ క్లినికల్ ఇన్ ఎక్షల్ ఫస్ట్ ఈస్ a general medical history wherein we should notice a secondary sexual characters development in the male and you should check whether the scrotum is filled with testes are there otherwise undescended testes i come across uh, two to three cases annually undescended testes intra pelvic testes in adult males that can be either going to cause destruction of the testes or it can be going to the development of cancer in the testes general physical examination from head to toe we should understand anga pratyanga pariksha general srotas pariksha general physical examination should be carried out any congenital anomalies any abnormalities should be noticed even nutritional status of the patient growth secondary sexual characters masculine hair distribution all these things should be examined from head to toe just like a general kaichikitsa examination semen analysis is in particular acharya vakata in ashtam sangra says ఇంద్రియ పరీక్ష ఇంద్రియ పరీక్ష ఈస్ శుక్ర పరీక్ష శుక్ర పరీక్ష ఈస్ రేతస్ పరీక్ష రేతో దోషోద్భవం క్లైప్యం క్లైప్య అండ్ వాజీకరణ డిసీజెస్ ఆర్ డ్యూ టు రేతో దుష్టి ఆర్ ఎయిట్ టైప్స్ ఆఫ్ రేతో దృష్టి పాతజ పిత్తజ కఫజ తెలుగుజ సన్ని పాతజ గుణపగంది అండ్ దీస్ కెన్ బి ఆల్సో డయాగ్నోస్డ్ విత్ మైక్రోస్కోపియా వితౌట్ మైక్రోస్కోప్ సో సెమెనాలిసిస్ షుడ్ బి ప్రాపర్లీ క్యారీడ్ అవుట్ అఫ్ కోర్స్ మోడర్న్ పెథాలజికల్ ల్యాబ్స్ ఆర్ నాట్ గ్యారంటీ దట్ దే విల్ డూ ప్రాపర్ సెమెనాలిసిస్ మోస్ట్ ఆఫ్ ది ఎన్డీ పెథాలజీస్ ఆర్ ఇగ్నోరెంట్ అబౌట్ డబ్ల్యూహెచ్ఓ ప్రోటోకాల్ ఫర్ డూయింగ్ సెమెనాలిసిస్ వి షుడ్ సీ ద ఫిజికల్ క్యారెక్టర్స్ క్వాంటిటీ మినిమం వన్ పాయింట్ ఫైవ్ ఎంఎల్ ఆఫ్ సెమెన్ ఈస్ రిక్వైర్డ్ ఇట్స్ ఫిషింగ్ ఓడర్ షుడ్ బి అబ్జర్వ్ దెన్ observe for the viscosity if you take semen sample and dip a glass rod and uh, lift it there will be a thread formation that is viscosity after 30 minutes the semen which is collected in the room temperature within 30 to 45 minutes it should get liquefied if liquefaction time is delayed it is kafajishuk if it is watery semen then it is taralam shukra taralam as told in vishesh uh, ratnavali shukra taralata is 
Kalabde, Akmahabhuta Shukra Dushti, Pativamsa Shukra Dushti in Shukra. Shukra is having four Mahabhutas dominant. Akasha Mahabhuta is not participated in Shukra Nirvana. And then you have to observe for microscopic study of sperm counter and sperm motility. In computer assisted cell analysis, it is an automatic uh, uh, calculation of sperm count. Otherwise, in the new bus chamber, we load one ml of uh, semen, either centrifuged in case of uh, very low sperm count, and then we check in the new bus chamber, we count manually the sperm count per ml. And then sperm motility is manually calculated in Z fashion in one field, and using random five fields, we take average sperm motility. Motility is due to the Vata dosha. Vata dosha's contribution is there for Chalaguna for and if motility is calculated as per WHO, there are four types of motility should be calculated. Rapid linear progressive motility, slow linear progressive motility, commonly it should be more than 50%, non-progressive motility and immotility. Then we come across vitality, staining and knowing how many stones are vital having capacity to survive. And we count abnormal sperms which are microscopically seen, head between stale abnormalities. Double head, small head, or big head. Like this, head abnormalities, increase abnormalities, short tail, long tail, coiled tail, like these structural morphological abnormalities will be studied in the same. DNA fragmentation study is one of the recent studies where pearls are present but their DNA is damaged. They will not be able to do fertilization. Scrotal ultrasound to rule out varicosity. Varicosity is a very common presentation in altered motility of the spermatozoa. When scrotal temperature rises, sperm motility decreases. So this is one of the vapti of Padartha Vipnana brought into the clinical practice. Yatra yatra increase in scrotal temperature, tatra tatra decrease in motility of the spermatozoa is an inversely proportional relationship as per the anumana pramana. Then we have to check for testicular volume. If there are small testes, if there is any fluid collection or if there is any cyst in the uh, epididymis, we have to understand all this. Transrectal ultrasound will help us to know about absence of spermatic cord and any other structural changes related to the seminiferous vesicles and vast effects. Hormonal study is needed. FSH is a female hormone, but FSH is needed for testicular spermatogenesis. Increased FSH is very commonly observed in our andrology lab. Where people with azospermia comes, their FSH is elevated than the normal. So female hormone is increased in male. This is due to the abnormality of the liver function. Liver is going to make normalcy of FSH in the male. If liver is not properly functioning, FSH toxicity takes place. High levels of FSH will also cause the spermatogenesis disorders. Prolactin is required for erection. If hyperprolactinemia in male is there, it will cause erectile dysfunction. If testosterone is decreased, sometimes we have observed some relationship. Testosterone is normal, then also spermatogenesis is less. Testosterone is low, then also spermatogenesis is less. Testosterone is higher than the normal, then also spermatogenesis is altered. So testosterone estimation is one of the important uh, diagnostic feature in current uh, modern medical facilities. By doing modern medical facilities, we can do modern diagnosis as well as Ayurvedic diagnosis. This is the pattern of uh, Dr. K. Nudupak from Banaras Hindu University is to focus on modern diagnosis and Ayurvedic diagnosis, Ayurvedic intervention, and then modern assessment, and then Ayurvedic assessment. Thyroid stimulating hormone from the pituitary, if it is raised, hypothyroidism is also caused for decreased spermatogenesis. So, for that purpose, TSH should be evaluated. Of course, it may be 
uh, economically costlier, but without these things, we are unable to give results for uh, diagnosis of uh, male infant. Most ejaculation urine analysis will tell about retrograde ejaculation, which is one of the erectile dysfunction, a male sexual dysfunction, back from the study. Then Doppler scan will help to know about uh, vascular impotency where there is a vascular block that can also be studied. We have a report. If penile artery is blocked, Ayurvedic intervention of Panchakarma followed by Rasayana Vajikarana can reverse the penile artery block also reversible. Based on this, I am having a project with uh, Rajagandhi University of Health Sciences for 10 minutes. With this of uh, diagnostic criteria, we can understand uh, what is the infertility. Sterility is absence of uh, reproduction. Infertility is primary infertility or secondary infertility. Primary infertility is not even a single conception or abortion, whereas secondary infertility is found that when there are some abortions or some first pre-year births are there, then we call it a secondary infertility. There is no infertility word in Ayurveda for male infertility, whereas Vandhya word is used for female infertility. For male infertility, Klebe word is used. Klebe word is used. Of course, in our practice, Klebe is word used for erectile dysfunction. And Kleba can be used for infertile men also. But we use male Vandetva. Purusha Vandetva is one of the contributed uh, coined terminology. Determination of uh, suitability of semen for artificial insemination, count, maternity, abnormal forms, and also DNA fragmentation studies will help out. Any previous uh, inguinal surgeries, uh, testicular surgeries, history of IUI or IVF are also to be asked. This is our uh, state of art uh, andrology lab in our hospital in Garment Tarnath Ayurvedic Hospital, Bellary, by DMF uh, granted fund. And uh, here, our postgraduate scholars are doing the uh, semen analysis and uh, learning the art of uh, andrological practice. There should be three to five days of sexual abstinence before collecting the seven sample. This is an average uh, error uh, uh, minimizing technique. Patient should ask to have an intercourse. After three days of gap or five days of gap, semen should be collected for semen examination. It can be collected by masturbation method, coitus interruptus method. One who is unable to produce a semen sample by masturbation, he should be allowed to have the sexual intercourse with a partner. And once he gets ejaculation, he should collect in a container and reach the semen lab within 20 minutes. And then you can take split ejaculation. It should be collected in two containers to rule out. Sometimes one container will have uh, some issues to collect in two containers. Testicular sperm extraction. When patient is unable to have ejaculation at all, we have a male patient who is unable to ejaculate since past nine years of infertility. Never he had ejaculation. For them, testicular sperm extraction by TSA method will be done by testicular biopsy and then it will be collected for uh, artificial insemination. You can see here some of the semen abnormalities. Head-to-head semens are agglutinated. This is an immunological infertility. This is autoimmune infertility where two heads of the sperm or many heads of the sperm get agglutinated. This is Kafajishupa. Tail-to-tail uh, attachment or tail-tip and tail-tip attachment. Mixed pattern of agglutination and tangled pattern of agglutination. Semen sample is collected in a sterile uh, container, then eosin staining 1 ml is added, then it will show you the redly, in the picture you can see, redly colored uh, spermatozoa or eosin stained spermatozoa. This is a method called vitality checking of the semen. If the uh, spermatozoa in the microscope are looking red due to the eosin staining, they are dead spermatozoa. Live spermatozoa are whitish in color. Shukla, sperm count, normal sperm count is 15 million or more than 15 million up to 200 million. 
when i was a student 165 million was normal sperm count when i was a pg student it came to 65 million as normal when i was a practitioner it came to 20 million as normal when i am a professor and guiding the department now it is 15 million is normal sperm count as per who standards of recent uh, protocol so sperm count standards itself are reduced because of decade to decade the average sperm count in male is decreasing due to the environmental issues or lifestyle issues azoospermia is the condition when there is no spermatozoa oligozoospermia is less than 15 million ml and polyzoospermia is more than 200 or 350 asthenozoospermia is a term used to denote the low sperm motility macrozoospermia is dead spermatozoa in the entire range so oligoasthenozoa teratozoospermia is a syndrome we have contributed from the time of dr ds prasad and dr nirmal rao my seniors from there we are able to notice that oligozoospermia asthenozoospermia and teratozoospermia low sperm count low motility and more number of morphological abnormality is a syndrome so now we use a common terminology called oat syndrome count is less due to vatajashukradrishti motility is less due to the vatajashukradrishti and papajashukradrishti abnormal morphological number is more that is also due to vatajashukradrishti karta agar bakte nam is vatasya normal karma if normal sperm is not manufactured it is due to the vatajashukradrishti so sometimes the decrease sperm count is due to vasectomy in the past ericoseal in the testes and scrotum primary testicular failure primary hypogonadism secondary testicular failure congenital vas obstruction it is called obstructive azoospermia hyperprolactinemia these are all the issues which are uh, related to the count you can see normal spermatozoa in the picture head mid piece and tail head is having acrosomal region and it is having a protosomal region head is heavy in nature it is prithvi mahabhuta pradhana prithvi ap mahabhuta pradhana it contains nucleic acid material dna material so this is the head part goes into the egg and causes fertilization whereas the midpiece and tail are only support so head is kapha dosha pradana kapha is present in upper part of the spermatozoa even in erect normal male or female adult male the kapha is in urdhvasthana pitta is in madhyasthana vata is in shaka adhasthana in the same way it is my postulation my hypothesis that head of the spermatozoa is kaphasthana midpiece it is having mitochondria so it is uh, the battery of this spermatozoa it is pittasthana tail is responsible for motility it is vatasthana if you get uh, head abnormalities it is kaphajashukradrishti midpiece abnormalities pittasukradrishti tail abnormalities vatajashukradrishti you can see various head abnormalities there is no tail at all big head very pin head elongated head oval shaped head irregular shaped head and sometimes it is very dot shaped head there is no acrosome at all small acrosome or no acrosome at all these are all different head abnormalities neck and mid piece abnormalities are asymptomatic one is a beaten shaped head where there is a 90 degree angle is made thin mid piece thick mid piece irregular mid piece and sometimes it is a bulged mid piece tail defects tail is coiled tail is short tail is coiled it is very long tail is broken tail is duplicate there are two tails and tail is having a end drop these are all abnormal forms in a microscope for this purpose we need modern uh, microscopy is help science and technology is required so we come to across another uh, shukra dhatu cancer and uh, going short there are 1357 proteins sperm proteins are uh, uh, detected in the recent science spermatogenesis requires uh, 33 proteins 
स्पर्म मेटाबॉलिज्म रिक्वायर्स 23 प्रोटीन्स स्पर्म मेटाबॉलिज्म में शुक्र धातुओं में स्पर्म मोटिलिटी रिक्वायर्स 34 प्रोटीन्स स्पर्म कैपेसिटाइजेशन वीले रिक्वायर्स 21% एक्रोसोम रिएक्शन रिक्वायर्स 20 प्रोटीन्स एंड स्पर्म एग इंटरेक्शन रिक्वायर्स 34 सेमन प्रोटीन्स दीस सेमन प्रोटीन्स आर शुक्र धातु एनी डिफेक्ट इन दिस स्पर्म प्रोटीन्स will cause infection. There is one new development of concept by me in this regard. Trimmerness of Vajikaran. Trimmerness of Vajikaran Siddhanta is different than Trimmerness of Acharya Charaka. Acharya Charaka says Shiro Hrudaya Basti has three marmas needed for human health and diseases as per the Charaka Samyutta. But in Vajikaran and male infertility, I am much bothered about diagnosis and management of Vitapa Marma, Gudha Marma and Basti Marma. These are three marmas related to male infertility. Vitapa Marma is a Snayu Marma, Vaikalya Karmanma, it is one angular size, testis and groin, in between that there are uh, Vitapa Marma, in between testis and groin. Spermatic cord, pudendal vessels, pudendal nerve, ductus difference are the structures coming in the name of Vitapa Marma. Fascia binding the Cremacteric fascia, intracuneral fascia, etc. are some important structures related to Vitapa Marma. If Buddha Marma is considered, Tatra Vata Virtu, Nirasanam, Stulantram, Pratipatam, Buddha Nama Marma, Tatra Sadhyo Marana. It is a Madhama Sharira Gata Marma, it is Udara Gata Marma, it is a Mamsa Marma, Sadhya Pranahara Marma, it is four angulas in size. Injury to Buddha Marma leads to death or Vata Vruddhi and Vata Varcha Sangha. These are all going to cause seven infections. Vata Vruddhi in Koshtasthane or Apanasthane Vata Dushtihi Shukra Dushtihi. Structure falling in the area of the Gudamarmar, anus, anal canal, rectum, sphincter muscles of the anus, levatory muscle. Inferior hemorrhoidal vessels and hemorrhoidal plexus are also Gudamarmar. Whenever we are doing Basti Karma Vapad, Niruha Anuvata Vapad, Arsha Bhagandara Vaidyakrita Aparadas or even carcinoma of the rectum will all cause semen disorders. Basti Marma, it is a Maddama Sharira Gata Marma, it is Udara Gata Marma, it is Nayu Sadya Pranahara Marma, four angular size. If this Marma is affected, Basti Marma is affected or injury is causing internal or external Abhigata is causing Ashmari, Ashmari is in the Vranam or Ashmari is in the Vata Dushti will cause Mutra Sangam, Mutra Atipravati, Mutra Janne Udhavart. All these will cause semen defects, semen disorders. So coming to the Tikitsa Siddhanta of male infertility in short, we have a lot of areas of treatment but to summarize how to start Tikitsa of male infertility we can do in these three marmas whenever we diagnose some problem related to three marmas there are some uh, treatment protocols samapramana taila grata dhara on the scrotum and on the penis samapramana taila grata dhara murchita taila murchita grata or khirabala taila and palagritam can be used for or even dadimadi gritam and palashwadanda uh, taila can be used as the case maybe for the Sthanika Dhara, Amrita, Erenda Bija Thailak Shira, Avanita Yukta Lepam on the scrotum and penis and Dushapushpa Swarasam, it is a special practice in Kerala where 10 types of flowers are collected and these Dushapushpa Swarasa combined with Navanita Lepam is also one of the effective treatment for inflammatory semen disorders or inflammatory spermatic cord disorders. Ala Chincha, Ala Patra, Chincha Patra Swarasam, Navanita Lepam, this is also going to help in inflammatory semen disorders. In nutshell, we require three panchakarma procedures for male infertility. One is Shastrokta Virechanam and Karma Bhastihi followed by Uttara Bhasti.
If you do these three packages as one of the protocol or guidelines for male infertility, very honestly, dedicatedly, scientifically, these three procedures must be done. Any shortcuts will cause limitation in the result. Vastayaha shira sarpenchi vrishcha yogascha emataha rasayana prayogascha sarvan etan prayoje samiksha deha dosha bala agni bala veshaja kalave. An expert should do vavaya hetuje klebe tata dhatu uparya. When shikra dhatu uparya has taken place, semen abnormalities, permatogenesis abnormalities has taken place. Shira bastis, vrishcha yapana bastis, are very effective. Vrishya Bastis and Vrishya Yapana Bastis are told in Charaka Samhita. They are very effective. One of my clinical trials in my postgraduate was the Apikachu Shira Vrishya Yoga Basti was used and Rasayana Prayogas. Any Medha Rasayana and Shukra Rasayanas are very effective. Bajja Shukra Samuttanam Aushadam Swada Tiktakam. This is one of the guidelines protocol. Madhura Tikta Pradana Ahara, Madhura Tikta Pradana Aushada should be used. Like Ashwagandha, it is Tiktam Swadu Anurasam. Shatavari, Tiktam Swadu Anurasam. They are Eshtimudu, Tiktam Swadu Anurasam. These Anurasam, they are very effective in the management of Majjagata Doshas and Shukra. See, Shukra is Majja Samudbhava and Shukra is Saptamadhatun. Shukra is not having Mala, but still Shukra gets affected by Vata Pitta Kapha. And Rakta Adidatus. Annam Vivayam Vyayamu Shuddhi Kalechamatra. This is a beautiful area of Shukra. Shuddhi Kalechamatraya. Shuddhi Kale Shuddhi Matraya. Matraya Shuddhi. In Vajikarana and in male infertility, Matraya Shuddhi means Pravara Virechanam, Pravara Bastihi, or Pravara Shodhanam is not expected. Madhyama Pramana Shuddhi is also effective in case of Shukradashti and unnecessarily Pravara Vamanam, Pravara Virechanam, Pravara Basti or Tikshna Bastis are not expected. Kale means one of the clinical trials, Dr. Manoj and Dr. Digavi Yatel, one of the PG scholars has noticed that the Basti, Virechana, Basti and Uttar Basti should be completed before the eighth day of female's cycle. If you do Uttar Basti or Virechana Basti in a male patient, during the fertile, way, uh, fertile period, more than eighth day, they will not have a time to have intercourse. So, Kale is, it should be in the Rutukala. Before the eighth day of the female partner's menstrual day, the Uttarabhasti three days or five days course should be completed. If you want, they can repeat in the next cycle of the female, but not more than eighth day. Then we have found that four patients, male patients treated in the Kale, should be here. Kale, Avochanam, Vastihi, Uttarabhastihi has given fruitful results in conception rate that we will tell in the later part of my examples annam kale you should use a timely food kale vivaya kale vyayama see vyayama should be done in the morning vyaya should be done in the night one of the best time for having sexual intercourse is 9 to 10 pm in the night that is the high time why it is told is scientifically if you are calculating the growth hormone will be maximum released if a person is under deep sleep before 9 pm or 10 pm. When growth hormone is properly released, testicular testosterone also will be properly released and even adrenal uh, androgens are also properly released when growth hormone is much released. So for that purpose, Kale Vivayam means Rutu Kale Vivayam from the 6th day of the menstrual period of the female to the 12th day, that is also Kale Vivayam. Kale Vivayam means in the night, first prahara, pratama prahara of the ratri is the right time for the sexual intercourse for conception. Conception rate increases if the partners do the intercourse between 
9 pm to 10 pm and if it is late night or if it is in the evening if it is in the daytime ayurveda and sanatana dharma and upanishads is still contraindication of sex in the daytime sex in the sandha sandhya kala they will make a person who conceive at that time will have the anti social people will be born so for that purpose kale vivayam means it is ratri prathama praharam then chikitsa for male infertility practically goes like this give virechanam mastihi uttara for virechanam snehapana is murchita tilatailam for murchita kritam or ashwagandhadi amakam or bala ashwagandhadi tailam or kshira bala avartita tailam shatapaka bala tailam dashapaka bala tailam are very effective in virechanam snehana or shodhananga snehana seven days snehapana should be given three days vishramakala abhyangasveda should be done and followed by Virechana with Nimbamrutadi Erandam or Trivrutleham, any Mudu Virechanam by Amalaki, Abaya Amalaki Kalpas. And then Vastihi is three Niruha Yitva Uttara Vastim Dadya. Three Niruha Vasti should be done, that means one Yoga Vasti should be completed, or after the Virechana, after the Samsarjana Krama, three consecutive Niruha Vasti should be given, followed by three days of Uttara Vasti, what we practice. Next is in the Niruha Vasti. We have Ashwagandha Diyamakam for Anuvasanam, Mustadi Rajayapanam for Niruham, or Ashwagandha Dikashayam, Ashwagandha Dikshirapakam, Eshtimadhu Kshirapakam, Vala Ashwagandha Eshtimadhu Kshirapakam can be used for Niruhabhasti. Yapalamasti is better than Niruhabhasti also. In Uttarabhasti, we have to use Dadimadigritam, Ashwagandha Tailam, Vala Ashwagandha Tailam, Ashwagandha Diyamakam, Kshirabala Tailam. As per Vataja Pittaji Shukradhushti, or Vata Kafaja Shukradhushti, these Snehadrivyas can be used in practice. Even we have used Bhuta and Taila and Shirapatas in Uttarabhasti. And in Rasayana, Sukha Shodhana Rasayana should be given. Vasadi Kashaya, in one of the trials by Dr. Niranjan Rao, it was observed that Vasadi Kashaya is a Sukha Shodhana Kashaya. It is having semen purification effect for 7 to 21 days. Vasadi Kashayam should be given. Even in one of the Malapachana Kashayam, Dr. Manoj and Dr. Dikavi tell, we have observed that Mustadi Guna Kashayam is also very good Alapachana Kashayam. It is going to do purification of the Shukra. And Shukra Janaka Pravartaka Rasayanam, like Shatavari, Shwabandha, Ala, Ushali, all these are Shukra Janaka Pravartaka Rasayanam. Prusha Rasayanas like Ashwagandha Dileha can be used for Prusha Rasayanam. There are important steps in Rasayana in male infertility. Firstly, Bija Shuddhidhan, Bija Shuddhi should be done, Srutu Shuddhi should be done, Shukrava Srutu Shuddhi should be done. Dhatvagni Vidhi should be done, Dosha Samyata should be brought, Vatapitta Prafa Samyata should be brought, Saumanasya in Garpajananana. So Saumanasya in male, Saumanasya in female. Peaceful status of the mind and brain is essential for conception rate and eugenics. A healthy male or female baby should be born. For that, genetically strong baby should be born. So Vajikarana Yogaihi, Raktapitta Haraihi, Raktapitta Haraihi Yogaihi, Yoni Vyapadakaihi, Drishtam Vida Bhavet Shikram Tadatat Samupachit. The guidance is Vajikarana Yogas should be used. Rakta Pittahara Yogas. In the Rakta Pittahara Yogas, there is one Shatavari Gritam or Shatavariyadi Gritam. This Rakta Pittahara Shatavariyadi Gritam or Shatavari Gritam is very effective in treating all Reto Dushtis. Or Yoni Vyapad told medicines, like in the Yoni Vyapad, lastly, the Phalasarpi is told. Phalatailam and Phalasarpi are told. And these Phalatailam and Phalasarpi of Univapa Chikitsa, Moodagarpaukta Phalatailam can be used for Vajikarana Chikitsa and Gritamva Jeevaniyamcha. Jeevaniyagana Gritam. 
in the jeevaniyagala many of the drugs are ashtavarga drugs are controversial they may not be available but jeevanti and estimadu are two important drugs from jeevaniyagala so jeevanti estimadu vritam should be used for vajikarana and male infertility purpose and bhargava prokta rasayanam or chavana prasha rasayanam bhargava prokta rasayanam is told in avarana chikitsa of charaka samhita and chavana prasha rasayanam is told in acharya charaka's rasayana pada this is actually kasashwasahara rasayana general immunity boosting rasayana at the same time chavana prasha is shukra dosha haram retu dosha haram hence chavana prasha rasayanam if properly prepared can be used girijasya prayogam Shilajitu Rasayan, the Rajata Shilajitu, Swarna Shilajitu Prayoga are very effective. Shilajitu is effective in Kafaja, Kafapittaja and Sunni Pathaja Shukradhrishti Lakshanas. Reto Dosham Pohati. So in Vataja, Pittaja, Kafaja Shukradhrishti, some guidelines are there. In Vataja Shukradhrishti, Miruha and Anuvasana Dhrishti followed by Abhayanalaki Rasayan should be used. In Pittaja Shukradhrishti, Magadhi, Amrita Lohana, Trifalaya Rasayan, Kafutitam Shukradosham, Hanya, in Kafaja Shukradushti, Ballataka Rasayanam should be used. Magadi, Amrita, Loha, Trifala Rasayanam should be used. In Vataja Shukradushti, Yadanya Dhata Sandrishtam Shukram Tadriche Yiktitaha, Yata Dosham Prayunjita, Dosha Dhatu Vishak Jitam. A combination of Pittaja Shukrada and Vataja Shukradushta, Dushti Harachikitsa should be calculated. Sarpihi, Payaha, Rasaha, Shali, Yava Goduma Pishtaha. Shali, that is rice, Yava, and Goduma are. Masha. These are four important Vajikarna food products. Prashastha, Shukradosheshu, Bastikarma Viseshataha. Charaka Chikitsa says Bastikarma is very important and special treatment in Shukradosha. Here Bastikarma means Anuvasana, Niruha, and then Uttara Basti should be given. Vityashta Shukradoshana, Munina Aktam Chikitsitam. The classical Virechana should be done. Virechana has got its action on the vitiated Pitta Dosha. Virechana decreases the Ushtaguna of Pitta Dosha. And Virechana increases Sheetaguna required for formation of Shukradatu. Saumyam Shukram, Arthavam, Agnaya. Shukradatu is Saumya. So Virechana will improve the Sheetaguna. And Virechana will decrease Ushtaguna. Arthavam, Agnaya. And Agniguna, Agnidatu or Agni. Mahabhuta um, is going to pass more Shukra Dushtis. Agni is required for Prakriti Nirmiti of Shukra Dhatu. Shukra Dhatu Agni and Shukra Dharakala Agni is important. But Shukra Dhatu Agni causes Shukra Kshaya. And Virechana reduces the obstruction in the dosha and also Kapha dosha is removed. Vata dosha gets obstructed by Kapha dosha. So that Kapha Urta Vatam will also remove and Kapha Urta Shukram will also be removed by Virechana Karma. Mahatikta Kagritam. Trivrit Leham, Erenda Thailam can be used for Virechana Karma. Drakshati Niruha Basti from Charakachikitsa Sthana. This Drakshati Niruha Basti is effective Pitta Haram. Basti Yutam Pitta Haram Vidadyat Runnabhi Parshvottama Dehe Dahe Antaraste Sa Kuchra Mukhe. When there is urinary tract infection and semen infection, Pyobacterios Parmiya, these Drakshati Niruha Basti is effective. Chine Chate Retasi. In Chine Retas, Vata Pittaja Shukradushti and Retaha Kshatam, where there are trauma to the spermatozoa, or Nashte Shukre, Paite Atisare, in all these conditions, Drakshadi Niruha Basti is good. So we will shortly look into the Uttara Basti in male. In Uttara Basti, we are doing intrapanel Uttara Basti, intravesicle Uttara Basti, and intravas Uttara Basti. There are three patterns of Uttara Basti. A 4 mm rubber catheter is needed, 50 mm dispovan is needed, green towel and sterile artery forceps, conical flask for sterilization, sterile gloves, sterile cotton swabs and autoclave system is required. 
Purvakarma is Stanika Abhyanga and Patapenda Sveda should be done. Bhoje Paisa Matram Yushena Atara Senava Anena Vidina Dadda Bastin Trishu Chaturopiva. We should give Paisa Paisa Annam. The milk and rice should be given before the Uttarabasti or Yusha. Some dal soup should be given, or mamsarasa should be given, and then uttarabasti should be properly done. Locally, the cleaning is done. Sterile area should be painted with betadine, and green towel is covered. Retraction of the penile skin is done with a glance, and loading of the sterile sneha is done into the syringe, and the tip of the catheter is passed into the sterile sneha. Purushalaika nishatato netram anantaram shanehi shane vithabhyaktam vithadhyatam milim chak. Six anguli should be passed into the erythral orifice and it should be slowly done. So, Pradhana Karma is hold the penis with the left cusp, slowly introduce the catheter into the penis. At external erythral meatus, the catheter faces inhibition. Then put a gentle pressure and push the catheter into the bladder. Now, catheter is stable into the penile urethra. It has crossed the bladder and then injectly slow the snehemat. Withdraw the catheter slowly. Anticlockwise gentle massage should be done. Rest the patient for five minutes in the OT and then catheter should be removed. Paschat karma is Bhojayat Paisa Matram Yushena Rasenava. Even Paschat karma also Yusha and Kshira Bahara should be given. I'll give you some of the outcome of Yitrabasti. In Aligusus Parmiya, Ashwagandha Thailam is effective. Murchita Thailam is effective. Masha Thailam is effective. In Asthenazus Parmiya, Pipalayadi Thailam Uttarabasti. In Teratazus Parmiya, Palaprita Uttarabasti. In oligoasthenia teratosus permea, shirabala or bala guduchari thailand, and in azus permea, if partial uh, uh, obstructive azus permea is there, or primary maturation arrest up to primary spermatid level is there, in such azus permea only, pipalyadi thailand, pipalyadi anuasana thailand, shirabala thailand can be used, in erectile dysfunction, ashwagandha thailand can be used, in premature ejaculation, sajaradi thailand can be used, in antisperm antibodies, immunological infertility, dashamula thailam or bala guruchari thailam is useful. In maturation arrest, chetapaka bala, bala ashwagandhari thailam is effective. In semen infection like pyobacterios permia, chandana sarivasita chirapakam is effective. Chandanadi thailam uttaravaskin is effective. In scrotal varicocele, amrathadi thailam, sacharadi thailam, estimadu thailam uttaravasti is effective. In epididymitis, in one of the inflammatory conditions, dhanvantara thailam is effective. Ekamolika prayogam in male infertility is Ashwagandha is effective in oligosus permia, it is effective in sexual disorders, erectile dysfunctions, and it stimulates the production of testosterone. Ashwagandha and Gokshura are direct testosterone stimulants. Shatavari improves the sexual behavior, it improves the ejaculation latency, it is effective in improving the intromission latency, it increases the mount frequency. Penile erection was also considerably enhanced by Shatavari. Pokilakshabism, it is increasing the semen volume, sperm count, serum testosterone level, it increases the nitric oxide level, sexual performance, premature ejaculation will be decreased and nocturnal emission will be decreased. Voxura is a direct testicular testosterone promoting, it reduces the testicular damage, it stimulates the testosterone from the Leydig cells. Voxura improves all stages of spermatogenesis. It is going to, it is having protodiosin and protogracilin of the Gokshura increases the aphrodisiac activity to two major alkaloids. Production of the red cells from the bone marrow is increased. From the bone marrow, Shukra is going to get stimulation. <laughs> Salam Panja, one of the Yunani drug, it is effective in improving the semen and sex parameters both. It increases the testosterone levels. Mushali, Shweta Mushali is going to improve the oligosospermia 
astenosuspermia increases the sexual libido. Vidarikanda is effective in LH and FSH levels normalizing. Testosterone is improved by Vidarikanda. Gonadotropin releasing hormone GNN, GNRH will be improved by Vidarikanda. Sexual functions will be improved by Vidarikanda. Kapikachu improves the sperm count. It is effective in oligosuspermia. It improves the semen pH. It is effective in non-progressive motility of the sperm. It is going to increase the penile rigidity and erection of the genitalis. Estimado is very good improvement in sexual behavior. Semen volume increasing. It also improves the sperm count in seven days. Testicular growth is improved. Premature ejaculation is reduced. Bastanda prayoga. If you take bastanda, the goat's testicular organs are taken. They are chopped. Kshirapaka is prepared and that is given orally or in the Kshira Basti, or in the Uttara Basti. Bastanda Siddhe Paisi Bhavitan Asakratilan Shishu Marava Sampako Tashkulya Stilaihi Pritaha Yakkhade Sapuman Gachet Strinam Shatam Purvavata. It can improve the sexual performance of the male. It will also improve the scrotal or testicular uh, germinal epithelium disorders and it improves the sperm count and utility. In major OT only Uttara Basti should be done with all sterile precautions should be taken before Uttara Basti. And uh, if, if you are able to see the Uttarabhasti procedure, this is a videograph where uh, in the major routine, slowly 4mm rubber catheter is passed into the erythra. It, meanwhile, a small amount of uh, the sneha dravya is pushed. You can see the live Uttarabhasti here, uh, recorded Uttarabhasti procedure, where slowly the catheter should be pushed. If you make it very fast, it will be trauma to the membranous erythra. <clears throat> and complications of infections are common. Very slowly, gentle pressure should be used. It takes around uh, one and a half to two minutes time to push the catheter up to the external urethral address. Twelangula is Uttarabhasti Netra Pramana. And if you can you can see after the Uttarabhasti, almost 12 angulas of uh, rubber catheter is passed into the Male urethra. Once male urethra is passed by rubber catheter, you can see slowly we are reaching the external urethral meatus. It is passed into the bladder. Now it is intravesical uttarabhasti. In the meanwhile, when we are passing, we used to push a small amount of uh, snehadravya. Now this catheter is not coming out. It is fixed into the bladder. Slowly snehadravya is pushed by the doctor now. It will not cause any pain, no irritation. Patient is supinely sleeping in the comfortable posture. Slowly, we are injecting 48 to 50 ml of uh, Snehendravya is pushed into the male urethra. A 50 ml uh, disposable syringe is used so that uh, no infection takes place. All precautions are taken as per the OP and now it is almost complete. One or two ml of the Sneha should remain in the Basti uh, Yantra, otherwise uh, air bubble will be passed. Now, you see the catheter is fixed into the penis. Now, holding the tip at the external urethral meatus, external urethral orifice, slowly the catheter is removed by the doctors. So no pain, no discomfort, no bleeding, no irritation can be observed in, in this Uttarabhasti procedure. After that, uh, reverse abdominal pubic massage is done so that uh, the Basti Dragga will stay there for some, part, uh, some time. After five minutes of rest, patient will be asked to get up. And it is a OPD level process, procedure. This is how Uttarabhasti procedure is done. Purva Karma is selection of the patient and 
sterilization of the local area, sterilization of Uttarabasti Snehadravya. We take uh, 50 ml of the oil or hurta and we put it into the autoclave machine in the conical flask and then it is done. Now see, no leakage of the Uttarabasti material, it's not coming out, refuse is closed and Uttarabasti is finished. So now within short uh, discussion, I will present uh, the case study. One case study I will present today, Aligo Asthenoperitosus Permia. You can see in the picture, sperm count is less, motility is less and also abnormal forms are more. One of the patients, 20 year old, he came to the OPD of our hospital with uh, infertility. He was having Shukra Gatavata, Aligo Asthenoperitosus Permia. He was having uh, uh, history of masturbation for more than six years. He was uh, complaining of Aputratum since, and also he was having Dorbalem. His analysis was 1.3 ml, count was 8 million. It was uh, having alkaline reaction, it, uh, liquefaction occurred in 20 minutes, motility was 20% active, 10% slippers. We did Deepanapachana with Mustadi Ganakashayam 20 ml for 5 days. Payasa Payasya Ikshuradi Niruva Basti for three days, Payasya Ikshuradi Uttara Basti for three days. And Urusha Rasayana Yoga is Kushta Churna plus Amalke Churna, 500 mg capsule, two capsule, three times a day was given. So, with this, before treatment, it was very 8 million ml, and after treatment, it is increased to 3.5 ml in semen uh, volume. Count increased from 8 million to 70 million. Notality improved to 35%. So, his scrotal varicocele patient was having treatment and done. This is the, at the end of treatment, the patient's wife conceived intrauterine embryo gestation age of nine weeks was diagnosed with good cardiac activity. So the patient wife conceived when sperm count improved from 8 million to 17 million. With this, I come to the conclusion of uh, my experience sharing today. I call it as experience sharing. By sharing, we will learn and also by sharing, we can develop many Vajikarana practice. By sharing, I am able to convince many online learning doctors, practitioners, research scientists, or any other person who is interested in male infant. With this, I am concluding. Thank you very much for your kind elaboration, sir. It's very rare to see the practical Ayurveda being demonstrated and you are kind enough to reveal actual medicines also that were used. It is very rare and we are we're uh, genuinely blessed uh, to have your presence. So you mentioned regarding the transrectal USG, which de detects the spermatic cord uh, absence and, and the scrotal USG for retrograde ejaculation, uh, sorry, for uh, you know many scrotal abnormalities, etc. Why not go for say CT scan or MRIs, which would reveal all the abnormalities in one place? Why to go with step-by-step -step USG? It's a very good question. What I feel is, one is cost-wise uh, evaluation. If we come across absence of testes, if you come across absence of spermatic cord, then definitely further uh, CT or uh, MRI. Or... Initially, we were able to do with very simple ultrasound scan, transcrotal USG. We'll tell you a few of the area. If testis is not descended, we take abdominal USG or CT of the USG. If there is vast difference is not seen in the transrectal USG, then only we think about uh, CT or uh, MRI. Otherwise, uh, going to high-end investigation is uh, not required for uh, our infertility. Second is, most of the time, patients come with all these reports to us. Now, people are aware that after getting thorough investigation in IV IVF centers, 
they come to us. In the IVF center also, we see these protocols are followed. Easy steps with the ultrasound guided and circle guided investigations are done at first. And when there is a genetic disorder, when there is absence, when the, the spermatic cord is not visible, then only seminal vesicles are having tumors. Seminal vesicles are having some space occupying lesions. Then for further surgical diagnosis, then we go to the CT and the MRI. Otherwise, in our practice, this much we'll do. Thank you, Dar, sir. And uh, uh, you stressed upon the importance of uh, having a major OT for administration of Uttarabhasti. Do you, do you say strictly no to doing uh, you know practicing Uttarabhasti in a minor OT setup if all the sterilization uh, techniques are followed or majority is a must according to you? Thank you, sir. This is a very big issue. Uh, I still remember our uh, late Professor Dr. M. Ishwar D. Sir of uh, Tarnath Hospital. Sir was so particular about uh, the sterile zone that when I came as an assistant professor to this college, sir repeatedly warned me that without sterilization, we should not take Uttaragasti. Even Professor Gurudev Singh in Jamnagar, our mentor and guide and our guru, he was telling that unless you have a sterile zone, don't try for Uttaragasti. Why I tell you? Uh, in my practice, <laughs> we have not met with any Uttaragasti complication, major infection. What happens is, if infection, once it is induced by doctor, they will develop many semen related disorders. And never patient comes back. And if at all we do semen infection by Uttarabhasti and patient go to modern doctor, they will scold and they spoil the name of the Ayurveda. Then never patient and their 10 relatives will come to the Ayurvedic setup. So, as per the NCSM guideline, we are also making no separate OT for Uttarabhasti male only. Uttarabhasti female OT and Uttarabhasti male OT we are separating because almost in some of the days we have seen five Uttarabhasti in one day taking care. Then if you don't have a real uh, OT setup, the sterilization if it is missed, there is every chance of urinary tract infection or sometimes structure of the urethra takes place. Then we are really going to cause iatrogenic disorders and then name of the Ayurveda and name of the institute uh, and the name of the science will be spoiled. So minor OT is also done. If you are expert, have done thousands of Uttarabhasti, then without any injuries and infections, you can carry out in minor OT also. But chances of infection cannot be ruled out even in major OT. Even in major OT, sometimes infection starts. And once equally infection starts in urinary tract, it is a big infection to the patient and even ascending infection is a big complication. So, to, if we cannot do good to the patient, we should not do harm to the patient. That's our uh, teachers, Professor Gurudeep Singh and our uh, Dr. M. Ishwaradi has repeatedly given caution. So, and uh, with this, we have not faced any major infections. We never give antibiotics. We don't use even anesthetic gel for Uttarabhasti also. That's why, as much as possible, a good OT setup is needed for male Uttarabhasti. Thank you, sir. And uh, how to make the Thaila sterile before administering sir. Yes, actually in the thyla medium, infection will not survive. In the gruta media, infection will not survive. That is one aspect. Another aspect is, in spite of that, we know that thyla and gruta are hygienic. Either a market preparation or we have prepared our, uh, prepared our own self. We don't want to take risk. Then what we do is, take the uh, 50 ml of uh, thyla or gruta in the conical flask, put a cotton plug and put it inside a, a small uh, autoclave bin covered with cloth and put it into the autoclave actually. So that will be making uh, one more step uh, care taken for not making any infection in the blood. Uh, this question is a little sensitive because you also touched upon uh, that 
today we have gays lesbians and so many other uh, people identifying in different ways but is it related to shukradatu or what is ayurveda's uh, opinion on it first of all let it's, me uh, let me clear that we respect uh, ayurveda practitioners uh, respect all all genders and all people as uh, as divine as swami vivekananda himself has quoted each soul is potentially divine so my deepest, deepest deepest respect to all human beings you know considering that and shukradatu your comments on that okay sir this is a separate uh, discussion where ayurveda says ayuni gamana is not allowed so all uh, fantasies sexual fantasies abnormal sexual practices the lesbianism is allowed by the uh, law or not that is different but lesbianism or homosexuality is ayuni gamana in life so ayurveda doesn't have encouragement for these practices of course female bartholine secretion female vaginal tract secretions resemble shukra resemble retas but that retas ejaculation gives them happiness or the homosexual practice also gives them ejaculation and happiness but that is not for reproductive biology that is not procreative sex so if at all two people are having consent and as per that state law they can practice but female shukra is also present male shukra is also present male shukra is the stem cells of the male patient because the male have got sarvadhika shukra sarvadhika shukra is stem cell androgens are present in entire body the adrenal uh, testosterone is present in entire body this is sarvadhika shukra so whether lesbian is there female is there they will have this sarvadhika shukra activate the, the question of sthanika shukra comes the testicular testosterone comes it is only unique for male testicular testosterone is unique to the male and sarvadhika shukra is present in both male and female stem cells are present in both male and female cytoplasm is present in both male and female however there is ambiguity conception in the lesbian also one conception takes place that is a blighted womb blighted womb is a ambiguity conception and this is not a viable conception material so there it is not a reproduction takes place whereas recreative sex is concerned it is open to the legal perspectives or personal perspectives ayurveda is clear about the abnormal sexual practices are not good including masturbation it is also abnormal sexual practices they are not encouraged in ayurveda ati vayavayam ayoni gamanam akala gamanam all are not accepted in ayurveda so these are uh, the uh, legal perspectives and the policy matters related issues uh, of course they can be discussed further also very good question and there are a couple of questions on varicocele so can we adopt jaloka charana in varicocele tatra dhanvantriyana madhikara it is a surgical practice parasurgical practice we have tried scrotal jaloka method but we have seen effect after virechana basti if jaloka is done first degree varicocele can be treated but once it is second degree varicocele it has got a limitation then repeated basti is going to work lepa parisheka scrotal dhara scrotal lepa they have got more significant effect once it crosses the grade 3 tatra dhanvantriyana medical surgical intervention is required but in many of my clinical trials i have seen that 
grade three varicocele can be brought back to grade two or grade one. Sometimes grade three can be made normal also, but it is very difficult. Repeated process of tam basti shili tasyacha. So virechana basti uttara basti repeatedly done. Thanika dhara, thanika lepam, even jalauka avacharanam can be tried. But in case of first degree varicocele, jalauka has got an advantage. But of course, no complications are there with jalauka practice in the scrotal varicocele. But not after grade one. Thank you. Very good question. Uh, thank you, sir. And uh, while explaining the basti treatment, uh, pardon my lack of memory there, but you said that Niruha basti is given for say three days, then, then the client is allowed to have say, I mean, attend for con conception and after that for fertilization, probable fertilization period, again the bastis are continued. So do you, when you are administering Niruha basti, is it like continuously or is it uh, Anvasan Niruha like Yoga Basti, Kalavakarma Basti is? See, actually speaking, in Shukra Dharakala, in Shukra Basrathas, Karma Basti is the best practice. 30 days Basti should be done. But what I am talking is, before Uttara Basti, three Niruha Basti is the guideline by even uh, the classical textbooks. Gadanikraha also says that. For me, three Niruha Basti means it is Yoga Basti Three Niruha and Sai And if you see about uh, if patient is not uh, having that much of uh, Yoga Basti schedule, time is not available, then what we do is that we have tried an, another uh, protocol three days uh, direct Niruha Basti, three consecutive Niruha Basti after post uh, Shodhana. Post Shodhana is done with Aritakya Dichurnam, Sadhya Virechana, then three days continuous. Uh, Viruha Basti is given. After that, three days of Uttara Basti is done. So, when patient, female patient gets uh, day one uh, periods, we start Niruha Basti to the male, three days of Niruha. And male will have three days of Uttara Basti. By six days, his course will be finished. By eighth day, he can try for conception. If sperm count is very low, testicular function is very low, this short course is not effective. Then, what we do is then classical Virajana for uh, seven days and Vishramakala, then 30 days of uh, uh, Karma Basti is done. Then three days of Uttara Basti, gap of three days, again three days of Uttara Basti, gap of three days, again three days of Uttara Basti, total nine Uttara Bastis are given. Then we get results. So no shortcuts when patient is having a lot of uh, If patient is having second course Uttara Basti, third course Uttara Basti, then directly Kosta Shuddhi, three days Miru Basti, consecutively followed by Uttara Basti is also found. Thank you, sir. And uh, regarding the Rasayanas, uh, you, you spoke about mainly Chavamprash uh, and, and, and also the Bhargava Rasayana and all. So, with relation to Panchakarma treatment, then Shamana Aushadi and then Rasayana, is this method followed or you would give a Rasayana along with Shamana Aushadis to accelerate the fertility chances? Very good question. See, when we are doing this Shodhana Upakramas, after Shodhana Upakramas, if fertile period is there, we give Rishya Rasayanas directly, like Ashwagandhadi Leha. We give directly Kushmandadi Rasayana, Kushmandadi Leha, Padami Rasayana, Narasimha Rasayana. Because it is an immediate need of a male patient to have intercourse and get conceived. We get also patients who they go for IVF. He says that, sir, next week my wife's IVF is posted. I want to immediate Rishya Rasayana. Then we give direct Rishya Yoga. And Rasayana Yogas are given when Rasa to Shukradhatu correction is needed. Then we give Yashtimadu Rasayanam, Abhyamalaki Rasayanam and even Brahma Rasayanam. Brahma Rasayanam is very effective for correcting semen defects, semen spermatogenesis defects. Then we give these Rasayanas for longer. But Shamana Ushadis are those which are required for varicocele-like disorders. 
So varicocele requires shemana as well as rasayana therapy. So then what we do is we give ruchi rasayana or amrita bhalnataka rasayana and followed with that we give kanchanara buddhulo, chandraprabhavati yashamana. So, so this hand in hand shamanam, rushan rasayanam is sometimes rasayana is alone given when patient needs rasadinam shukrantanam yet param dhatuhu shukraha. From rasa to shukra, when you want improvement, we give rasayana alone. When you want rasadhatu should be improved, then we give rasayana alone. When you, for example, amalaki is rasayana, amalaki is rushan. In, in IVF centers, I have seen single amalaki capsule is prescribed. They write only amalaki capsule. I don't know why they write. It may be antioxidant for them or vitamin C for them. But amalaki is told brusham according to our summit. So they are writing amalaki capsule means they are giving brusham. Amalaki is equivalent to patya. It is equal to haritaki. All actions of haritaki are there in amalaki. But amalaki is shitamiri. Amalaki is brusham. So this effect of amalaki should have rasayanam, brusham, shaman. It will be there when you give kushtamalaki rasayanam. In one of the trials with uh, Dr. Trukappa Savantri and Dr. Digavi Itel, we have noticed that Sasura Lepa is very good Rasayana for Shukhtadat. It is Tiktam Rasayanam. It is going to do semenopoietic effect. Then we can give combination of Shukhtadatu as well as uh, uh, Shukra specific Rasayana and Vrusha. Rasayana acts as Rasayana and Vrusha. Vrusha acts as Vrusha and then Rasayana. This is Ubayam Ubayartakrit according to Acharachara. When Shiva Gutika is observed, Shiva Gutika is given as Rasayana. It is a Shilajitu Rasayana. One of the question is there. Shiva Gutika is a Rasayana as well as Rushya. It is having this varicocil harai effect. It is having seminopoietic effect. It is also having Rushya effect. So Shilajitu Pradana Shiva Gutika is Rasayana, Shamanam, Rushya can be given. And the dose of Rasayana is normal. Panitalam. It should give one of the question is there what is the dose of rasayana it is pani talam not one spoon or two spoon or 10 grams or 12 grams it should be almost pani talam it is one karsha praman and another uh, uh, dose for rasayana is it should be full stomach morning in vanakala when appetite is good yesterday night's food is digested full stomach rasayana should be given amalaki rasayana chavana prasayana rasayana should be given full stomach then patient should wait until he gets appetite in the afternoon, he should have shali and uh, payas as the diet. So how many days is, uh, usually we practice this rasayana for one mandala prayoga, 42 days or 48 days. Then we give, a break, uh, we give a break of seven days. And again, we should start the 42 days or 48 days course. One mandala prayoga is a rudi and uruddha vaidya parampara. Actually, there is no direct reference for that. But uruddha vaidya parampara is in one mandala. Actually, spermatogenesis takes 7 days, 30 days, 62 days, 75 days, and 90 days. These are the physiology, different versions. People will be telling Ayurveda has got a Charaka Suchita or better different opinions. Even in different physiology books, says every 7 days spermatogenesis can take place, 30 days can be taken place, 60 days, 72 days, and 90 days. So, Matabi Praya, Binabi Praya is there in modern physiology also. So, we are brothers and sisters. Difference of opinion according to the Kala, time, research, designs, modules, experiences, it will be changing. So, I believe in one mandala prayogam. And if patient is uh, quite good, then we give 90 days one stretch uh, assign a prayoga also. But meanwhile, patient will have one or two days break, then it is not an issue. Then uh, we can decide a sign or dose and also the course of rasayana like this. Of course, Shiva Kutika, it is also one of the good drug for. Uh, 
Rasayana and Vrisha effect in case of uh, male infertility. Uh, thank you for ans uh, answering the uh, all the questions, sir. And uh, this uh, Vajikarana and infertility treatment is such a vast uh, topic, but you covered most of that, including a case study. On behalf of all of the students, I, I do my pronouns to you and seek your blessings. And uh, I, I hope that your blessings will be there for all, all, all the easier the students. Sure, sure. Thank you very much. Th thank you all. Thank you. Thank you.